Hare Krishna everyone. Welcome to the Shrimad Bhagavan call. Today we are very fortunate. We have His Grace Sri Bhadrani Prabhu from New Vrindavan, West Virginia. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Verse number 55. Hare Krishna Prabhu, you may take over the call when you are ready. Thank you Prabhuji. <coughs> Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, as Prabhuji mentioned, today we are going to discuss on uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, uh, which is entitled as the Prescribed Duties for Mankind, and the Chapter 1, which is uh, the History of the Life of Ajamila. So we are reading text number 55. I read the verse and then the translation, the purport, and then we can discuss Yesa prakruti sangena purushasya viparyayaya asit sayevana chiran isa sangad viliyate. Translation Since the living entity is associated with material nature, he is in an awkward position. But if in the human form of life, he is taught how to associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his devotee, this position can be overcome. Mm-hmm. Purport by His Divine Grace, Yesi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. The word Prakriti means material nature and Purusha may also refer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If one wants to continue his association with Prakriti, the female energy of Krishna and be separated from Krishna by the illusion that he is able to enjoy Prakriti, he must continue in his conditional life. If he changes his consciousness, however, and associate with the Supreme Original Person, Purusha Sashvatam, or with his associates, he can get out of the entanglement of material nature. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 4.9, Janma Karma Chame Divyam Yevam Yo Veti Tattvataha. One must simply understand the Supreme Person, Krishna, in terms of his form, name, activities, and pastimes. This will keep one always in the association of Krishna. Tektva Deham Punar Janma Naitima Meti Sochana. Thus, after giving up his gross material body, one accepts not another gross body, but a spiritual body, in which to return home back to Godhead. Thus, one ends the tribulations caused by, uh, by his association with the material energy. In summary, the living entity is an eternal servant of a God, but he comes to the material world and is bound by the material by material conditions because of his desire to lord it over matter liberation means giving giving up his false consciousness and reviving one's original service to the lord this return to one's original life is called mukti as confirmed in Srimad bhagavatam mukti hitvanyata ropam swarupena Vyavastiti Om Gyanati Mirandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Badati Kadantikam Pandeham Shri Gurum Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha 
ನಮಾಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪದಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮೀ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸರಸ್ವತೀದೇವೇ ಗೌರವಾನಿ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೇ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯ ದೇಶತಾರಿಣೇ ನಮೋ ಮಹಾವದನ್ಯಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಪ್ರದಾಯತೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ನಾಮಿನೇ ಗೌರತ್ವಿಷೇ ನಮ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾ ಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗಿ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನೋ ಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಾಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಚಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯ ಪತಿ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೂ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕಶನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಯಮದೂತಾಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ದಿ ವಿಷ್ಣುದೂತಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕಶನ್ ಆಸ್ ದೇವರ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಈಚ್ ಅದರ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಸೋಲ್ ಹೂ ಕೆನ್ ಟೇಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಸೊ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕಮ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಲೆವೆಲ್ at that point where it's talking about the living entity is being associated with prakriti esa prakriti sangena prakriti sangena means in the association of prakriti and then here it talks about purushasya is a it's something different actually normally living entity is also considered as the uh, there is only one purusha in the uh, whole creation that is lord krishna but here it talking about living entity as a purusha purusha maybe in our understanding we can call purusha as male and stri is not the female whereas here we can see the prakriti is termed as the female now normally we see in all the energies of the supreme lord other than the living entity are considered as the feminine like a bhumata we call her mother prakriti we call her um nadia all the rivers are also as termed as uh, female energy as such of lords it's energy lords energy only but it is uh, considered as a female there are other reasons given by uh, the acharyas are be the devotees where there is uh, a lot of uh, patience are it's the womanly in nature where they are filled with karuna it is considered as the the female like mother bhumi she is uh, she is uh, bearing the condition of the living entities how much ever they are torturing the mother earth 
they are doing so much of ugra karma but she bears that uh, ugra karma as such so that's how she is considered as the as a mother feminine in nature so women by nature they are feminine uh, by nature they are sahanasil uh, they are called they are uh, very tolerant in their nature women and that's that's the reason women can able to give birth to a baby he has to go through so much trouble the body it evokes actually it creates so much havoc but still women even after going through so much women is ready to give birth to another baby also so womanly nature is that karunya shakti whereas the lord is is the purusha which where we call it a male even we can understand with the uh, in the past times of lord ram and then lord krishna also whenever there is shrimati radharani or whenever there is mother sita you don't find the killings especially we can see in ramayana even though in the vanavas where they are in vanavas lord ram and mother sita but whenever mother sita is there next to lord ram there is no killing actually there is no uh lord's energy or lord's potency to give punishment to the rakshasas as such it is always karuna shakti karuna because that is the nature of mother sita even when after surpanaka surpanaka also there is no killing as such there is just a punishment and that surpanaka is going ahead to kill mother sita and that's the time lord ram orders lakshman to punish surpanaka whereas if you see after surpanaka has been punished and then surpanaka she goes to her brothers when they come to attack lord ram 14000 rakshasas so lord ram tells lakshman to take mother sita into the cave and then be there so that that, that is the time it happened then lord ram he killed all the 14000 rakshasas in the war between the ravana and lord ram has happened not in the presence of mother sita so wherever there is a mother sita that is the <clears throat> karuna shakti there is a wonderful incident he talks about how <clears throat> this karuna shakti we can see lord's potency that when once when lord ram is lying down in mother sita's lap it happens that indra's son his name is jayant it takes the form of a crow and it starts pecking mother sita's chest and mother sita she is trying to show away the crow but it's coming back again and again and again the time lord ram is sleeping keeping his head in the lap of mother sita so mother sita is worried that lord ram will get up but then as the crow is pecking at chest the blood oozed out of the chest and the drops fell on lord ram's face and lord ram got up and then he saw he asked mother sita she did not say anything but he could understand what happened immediately he took one blade of grass and then he chanted mantra and then just he released that blade of grass onto that crow 
that has become brahmastra and started chasing crow and jayanti he where ran to his father first indra indra said just leave this place otherwise along with you i am also going to die he goes to brahma lord shiva but nobody could save him apoor brahma advises him that you go back to lord ram and then take his shelter nobody else can save you so then he comes back to lord ram but he is so exhausted as going and flying everywhere here and there he comes and then falls down onto the earth and just a few meters away a few feet away from lord ram he could not reach lord ram he was so exhausted and that time mother sita she gets up and then she catches jayant and she pulls him to lord ram's lotus feet so that is her karuna shakti that is the nature of a, a woman motherly nature so that's where uh, wherever there is uh, any energy of the supreme lord where it needs so much of tolerance it is actually is considered as the prakriti considered as the feminine uh, energy in a way living entities are also actually feminine energy but then they are also considered as the purusha because reason is that they are exploiting the material nature exploiting the earth or they are exploiting the energies of the supreme lord they are considered as the the purusha and that is one of the reason we call is that men exploit women i mean in in modern terms it may be difficult to understand it it looks absurd as such or when we talk then there will be some resistance how can you say like this and all but that that is that is the uh, that's how it, it goes actually so the men they are the one who uh, exploit the women or or in other way around women souse wives souse their husband it's not the husband don't souse but in general like some time back the brahmacharis in chopati going prabhu was talking about this thing they were discussing amongst themselves all the brahmacharis like what is the better situation if their father leaves body first that is a better situation or mother leaves her body first that is a better situation which is a better situation they were thinking they were discussing so he says finally we all come to one conclusion that if a man leaves body early than women that is a better situation because women if women leaves their body first and it is so hard for men because that women or wife understands her husband's needs understand his thoughts she can serve him better than anybody else than the son or daughter or anybody else daughter says there may be mm by good chances for them to serve their father again their women in the picture but then if women leaves her body first it is so difficult for men to survive because till the time there is a one person who took care of them very nicely very wonderfully so even from that also we can understand how uh by nature women so their husbands are such 
so that that and that's why here is talking about the purusha purushasya the living entities and that is one of the reason krishna is called as a purushottama of all the purushas he is uttama but then other way around also we can talk about is there is only one purusha that is krishna rest are all the feminine energy including the living entities that is one of the reason we all <coughs> in vaishnava sampradayas it is uh, always men should be the clean shaved because if you have mustache and then again you get this false ego that i am purusha otherwise one has to understand that we are all uh, three feminine in nature serving krishna as such that is the nature of the living entity so to bring us back to our original position that's how we try to uh, behave we try to act at least uh, not internally but externally we trying to bring it that uh, internal thing also so here it's talking about purushasya viparyaya viparyaya means viparitani uh, viparitani is uh, this awkward situation i mean viparyaya situation which we are uh, forgetting our actual situation and that's why it becomes as a awkward situation asit sayeva nechirat asit means uh, stita stita means situated the same thing is asit means is, is to be situated asit sayeva nechirat the position chirat means uh, long long time isa sangat vilayate viliyate Mm. Yeah, Sangat means Ishwara. It's Krishna's Sangat, that is his association, is a vanquished Iliyate. So that's how the living entity is positioned as such. So this is one of the uh, instructions given by Srimad Bhagavatam. we may hear the same thing in a different 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 ways as such talks about the same point but in a different way at different levels with a different understanding sometimes with a deep meaning sometimes with a lighter meanings but then this point is driven again and again and again that this living entity do not belong to this material world we are all actually the spirit souls we are all belong to the spiritual uh, world but then as the living entity wanted to enjoy separate from krishna just wants to have sense enjoyment and that's how the living entity is there in this material the fact that we are here that means shows that we are we want to enjoy separate from krishna even though we are in association with krishna but then we do not want to get take his association and we want to enjoy separately and that's how we are coming into this into material world and then i think we must have discussed this thing like when we go into the space we cannot go with the same body we will die because there is no oxygen nothing like that many situations so that's how we wear a suit to go into this space and such similarly since we do not belong to this material world we are all spiritual living entities and to come to this material world we need a suit as such so according to the scriptures there are 8.4 so 84 lakhs of species of 84 lakhs of suits are there so living entity accepts one of those suits and then only living entity can be 
present in this material world and then enjoy this um, material world or fulfill their desire to enjoy separate from Krishna. So in the process they try to exploit this material nature. So this is the condition of the living entity which uh, we are hearing from Srimad Bhagavatam. But Srila Prabhupada, he gives uh, solution for that problem as such. The purport he talks about. Prabhupada, he is normally, he, his purports are uh, very wonderful, he talks about. So whenever there is a condition or whenever there is a, the problem is presented in Srimad Bhagavatam, and Prabhupada talks about the uh, solutions for that problems. So like um, in Bhagavad Gita 8th chapter, Arjuna is asking the questions to Krishna. <coughs> he is asking different different questions. What is Adi Yajna? What is Adi Deva? What is Adi Bhuta? What is Karma? He talks about. Uh, this is first two slokas. And Prabhupada actually in the purport, he gives answers to those uh, the questions also. Apart from that, Krishna is going to give uh, answers to this question, but Prabhupada gives the answers to the questions in the purport. So the here, same way, here the a problem is presented in Srimad Bhagavatam and Prabhupada is giving the purport. In the purport, he gives the solution for that problem. So the, the problem is that as the living entity is come in contact with the material nature, because we want to enjoy separate from Krishna. But what happens is in the process, living entity forgets Krishna as such. Living entity forgets Krishna as if that is nothing else actually, except me, only me, me and me, nothing else. So the recently I was hearing a lecture. Uh, the Prabhu talks about there is nothing as a you in this material world, or there is nothing as a love in this material world. Even though the wife and husband are lover and lovers when they are sitting together or when they are talking to each other, even though they say that I love you, it is actually the meaning that I love me. It is not I, I love you. There is nothing as you in this material world. So, if we go to see what are the relations we have, these relations are all meant for only one thing that is you scratch me, I scratch you. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. When that scratch doesn't happen, that's where the the relations are disturbed and they will separate. Of course, some other relationships which we are born with, we cannot be we cannot give away without relationship, like uh, parents or siblings. You have not asked for it, but then you get it. But then the relationships which you are going to form, like like maybe the friends or our colleagues or the, or the lovers, these relationships are all so give and take relationships. No. Uh, even though uh, apparently it appears to be these relations are, you know, some other relations are selfless relationships, but it is not as such as the selfless. As such, there is always hidden things in that. We are with one person in relationship because that person is giving us the happiness. If the person continuously, constantly gives us the miseries, then we won't be in the relationship with that person. Unless otherwise, again, it is a relationship given by nature, like the maybe children. Otherwise, we will try to 
part away from that relationship because it is difficult because it is not giving us happiness as such that's how this the whole material world is it is uh, i mean bitter but it is a fact that's how this whole things happens as a relationships so the relationships in this material world are meant for our happiness for our enjoyment as such so ultimately there is only one point that how can i enjoy better how can i enjoy my senses how can i enjoy better in this material world so in the process living entity forgets krishna but actually the constitutional position of living entity is jeevara swarupai krishna ranitidas living entity has to serve krishna wants to serve krishna actually that is the constitutional position to come back to that position the proper is talking about janma karma chamedhi just by knowing or understanding the position of krishna janma his birth and his activities just by knowing that one need not to take birth again in this material world or one need not to associate with this material nature as such so i mean again that is a different topic it's uh, so difficult to understand krishna we may think yes we we have an understanding and we may think uh, we we know it we knew it well but it is not janma karma chame divya and just an example i mean i am not going deep into that subject it's actually a very wonderful subject to talk about wonderful topic to discuss how hard it is how difficult it is to understand krishna his activities one of the activities that uh, sukadev goswami is telling to parikshit maharaj about krishna's uh, nature even though till now we talk about krishna by nature he is uh, he judges people and accordingly he gives them the punishment or rewards as such but then the sometimes he even changes everything upside down he does this he totally changes situations is in, in fact he is so merciful actually apparently it appears that he is punishing but he is actually all merciful where he tells parikshit mahara sukadeva swami aho bakiyam stana kalakutam jugam sayapiya piyasadhi lebe gatim datri uchitam tatonyat kimva dayalum saranam rajama krishna is by nature is known as bhavagrahi janardana he looks at our bhava I mean, not externals he is looking at. He is looking at her bhava. But with Potana, he did opposite. Potana's bhava is to kill Krishna. Externally, she is trying to give milk to Krishna. But the milk also, the source of the milk she applied, poison, Kalakota. that poison she applied so externally she is trying to feed but her bhava is to kill krishna normally we say that a bhava one should have bhava whatever we are doing is externally krishna is not seeing external but here he is seeing external even though she came to kill him but krishna is seen her externals that only mother can give milk to child and that's how even though krishna killed her but he gave her a position as a mother in golokavinda this is we can see his uh, nature as mercifulness 
other way around we can see something else but again everything ends up with a mercy but then actions are so different <coughs> krishna tells in bhagavad gita patram pushpam palam to eme bhaktwa prayachate if even if you give me one drop of water or flower or leaf i am satisfied whereas balimaharaj he is given everything water is having it but krishna is still punishing him tying him to the pole or putting him into the cave he is punishing in the form of a vamana or trivikrama after shrimad bhagavatam he writes that time lord brahma appears in that place and he tells krishna what is this what are you doing you tells us that patram pushpam palam toyam yome bhakta prayachite and now he has given everything to you forget about patram forget about pushpam palam or toyam he has given everything whatever he is having it but still you are not satisfied you are punishing him you are doing what not what is this then whatever you spoke is that the wrong or do we need to do we need to rewrite the scriptures as such why why this person is receiving so much of your uh, uh, chastisement this who is not asked by bali maharaj is brahma is coming there and asking krishna you say something but you are doing something else and that's where krishna tells in bhagavad gita janma karma chame divyam yome yome janma karma chame divyam yome veti tattvatah it is so difficult we may think that yes we understood but then see how his behavior how he is doing it at different times at different places changes everything he says something but he don't do that he is known by something else but then he is not known by something else also same thing as such and that's why it is so difficult to understand krishna and that's the reason we need to take shelter of the devotees and they can able to give us understanding of krishna of his different different behavior at different different circumstances and that is the only way we can revive our to revive our original consciousness and that way we need not to come back to this material world and go back to the spiritual world okay so i'll stop here and then see if anybody has any questions or comments thank you very much hari krishna but uh, if you can elaborate like shortly not uh, like uh, when husband dies first as uh, no wife dies first then how cannot a husband overcome that uh, and another thought comes to my mind like if husband dies first you said mata ji like uh, wife can be able to manage very easily but then how come you know we know if husband dies first then the wife will be widow so how you put this thought together and then what finally probhat uh, has exactly said on this reason what we are discussing <laughs> seva of the nature of uh, living in 
the nature of women is even though women don't uh, in modern women may not accept it may not agree for that but is their nature is more of a serving when compared to the men as such at least when you look at at the family level no even then we can understand that nowadays both men or women are equal everything but still at least if you look at the indian context as we are talking about this particular subject as discussed by the brahmacharis so uh, we are talking more of indian context so where you can see most of the times are majoritylyly women is the one who cooks and then serves the whole family as such and women is the one who takes care of children and then takes care of the needs of her husband as such so that way if the husband uh, is leaving a body for that means till the end of his life there is somebody who can take care of him and you could attend and yeah, properly uh, help him out or serve him till he leaves the body but in other way wrong if a woman leaves body first if a wife leaves body first and that becomes when uh, husband leaves alone and since uh, he has been accustomed that somebody is uh, serving him then it becomes uh, so difficult for him to live because there is now that person is missing who can understand him through and through as such we all can we all know as being at least i can say that being a husband of indian uh, born either from indian uh, family life we can clearly say this understanding clear wonderfully that as we are as a husband more dependent on wives than on our own as such and many situations we don't find our wallet on place we don't find our belt we don't find that particular shirt we need where is that shirt or we don't find our dhotis or kurtas we don't find pink in place and everything is at that time what we do just ask them hey where is this and they are the one they know it very well where is it they immediately give it to us on our hands and the situation which you are talking is that if the wife becomes widow then how that we are going to understand it's understandable even if that way uh husband leaves and wife leaves also husband also becomes as a widow as such the missing the person who is in the association with them for such a long time it is very very difficult now I mean, there is a beautiful actually uh, a wonderful example or story is told like one teacher asked in some class i don't know what is this exactly but somehow i read this thing she asked this woman uh, can you who are all there lift down everybody their life and then she asked her can you take out some of the uh, <clears throat> some of the people those you can do without them all good morning and she leaves them and then like this it keep going and she keeps asking her to reduce more and more and more people now finally it comes to be comes out to be only her family and her parents this is how it is then she says still can you take out somebody who who can whom you can live without them then uh, by this time the woman is crying she is trying to take out her parents then without parents i can live because of their own life for sometimes then again now their children and their husband who is the ones who can uh, live without them then uh, she takes out her children now the last one left out with her is the only husband as such so that is the relationship between the wife and husband i mean this is the same with uh, vice versa it is very very hard but then in general if you go to see uh, <laughs> women they survive even though husband is not there 
for many reasons and maybe they need to take care of their children and things like that i mean take an example of my mother my father left almost around 20 years ago his body um, so my mother is uh, surviving there and she continue to live is it that it is easy for her to live like that no it is not easy it's a struggle every day is a struggle she keeps talking about my father all the time whenever i spoke whenever we meet whenever she says at least in a day one time she has to speak about my father how he is and those memories are even fresh for her even as of today but it is difficult for women to live like that but that thing could help her to become more krishna consciousness and she could take up a devotional service very wonderfully and nicely maybe the reason is i am uh, practicing a devotional service that's what she could able to take up but then yes that's how this it can be vice versa also as such the husband also can take up very easily when their partner is missing uh, from this material world as such i think that's what uh, i feel probably i hope it is uh, okay I think I guess Prabhuji is in office. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. I had the exact same question because in our Vedic culture, you know, they say that uh, uh, it's, uh, it's better for the husband to uh, wife to die earlier. You know, uh, she should not be a widow because uh, like... Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be a good thing, but then if the way uh, you presented the class and you showed some points, and I totally believe that, uh, you know, actually in real life, it becomes more hard. Uh, like you said, cooking is such a major part, uh, you know, uh, for a, for a uh, mother. So in that sense, uh, it's hard for the, you know, like uh, men to kind of, uh, then ladies are more multitasking. Then, of course, you mentioned about... Uh, you know, they give birth to child, they have more of tolerance, endurance, and all these things are there. And, you know, I, I was remembering my family, my grandfather would always say that my my grandmother, that's my nani, you know, like my mom's mom, like she's a pillar of the house. And he, he would openly say that if she didn't, uh, uh, you know, if she, if, uh, she died before me, then it would be very hard for me to live. And it is very hard for him, he could hardly live more than four, five months only. So, you know, I think eight months, yeah. More than eight months, he could not survive because, you know, the moment she left, then all the children were independently settled. And then there was a servant. Servant used to, and the servant cannot do what, you know, uh, the wife can do. So it became very hard for him. And, you know, um, and but there are so many aspects to this uh, topic, actually. And there's another thing is that uh, ladies are very emotional. And sometimes what happens, you'll see that... Uh, you know, if a, if a lady has four or five children, she might be attached to one child. So say she has three sons and she's attached to one son. So there are chances where, you know, she can, um, uh, you know, make an unequal distribution of property and money. You know, that's also there. Uh, because generally men are more, uh, you know, like uh, equally. So in my family, I remember when my, my grandparents were getting older. So my... Um, you know, my, my grandmother was very attached to uh, her youngest son, but his wife was like not very simple person. She was quite clever and, you know, and she knew about that. So, you know, everybody would pray that, you know, my grandmother would leave earlier. And they then got really old actually because the other sons and brother, you know, um, they were really worried that, you know, like, and they were in police also. So they said, I don't know, they will take over through her. You know how people manipulate when parents die, what they do. So, uh, you know, they were literally praying like that because my grandmother was not educated. And so I think individually situation is all different. And ultimately, you know, Krishna makes everything fine. Uh, you know, like we keep worrying about the fact that uh, all these uh, materialistic things come in our mind. But I've seen ultimately, uh, you know, Krishna is in control. And he, uh, you know, like... Um, and I really like the story you mentioned about uh, uh, Sita. You know, actually, I just recently also heard from some lecture, and uh, it was so. Uh, in fact, Lord Ram got very angry, but uh, Sita was like 
you know, she asked him uh, that go and ask for forgiveness uh, at the lotus feet of Ram and he will forgive you. So ladies know, you know, how, how to keep the family together and, uh, you know, and, and also sometimes we see that in a family, you know, if the son is spoiled or something, the father immediately will have fight and uh, there will be anger and all that. But the mother who's given birth to the child, even the child is like, you know, so to say, not good. She will always, um, you know, with love, uh, try to change the child. So, yeah, like that, in that sense, I really feel that um, I'm happy to have a, you know, female body. So, you know, all these uh, things uh, I can uh, imbibe in me and at the same time Krishna consciousness also. And even Srila Prabhupada said one thing more, two things he said about Mataji. He said one is they're less intelligent. So that makes us, makes us, you know, think that, okay, if we are less intelligent, we should depend more on our, you know, uh, father, husband or brother or, you know, son, whoever is there in our life. And secondly, he said that Matajis are more, uh, at the same time, more religious and any satsang will be there, there'll be more Matajis coming, you know, because uh, the kind of, uh, you know, life and insecurities they have with respect to the children and many other things that they need more, uh, you know, of course, there are so many examples we can give, but Kunti Maharani is one of them who's always asking for some kind of a trouble so she can always remember Krishna, but she's a unique lady. Uh, we cannot be in a position, you know, we can just bow down at her lotus feet for being like that, but uh, uh, yeah, some of the ladies' examples are just, uh, you know, very, very nice in the history we've heard uh, in our Mahabharat like that. So thank you Prabhuji, thank you for the wonderful class. I don't have a specific question, but I just, uh, you know, uh, uh, they say something in Bhagavatam, uh, like, but, and other Vedic culture also, but the reality of life is completely different and, uh, you know, Krishna is in charge after all for everything, for every situation, family. He knows who to, uh, you know, take away first, take away their life or, you know, who can survive, who cannot. Uh, because in, on the soul level, also some of the Prabhujis are very strong. Uh, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, they have that uh, 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 feminine trait, so to say. But uh, please correct me, Prabhuji, if I'm wrong. I'm just speaking like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Thank you. Thank you for the class. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Prabhuji, thank you for uh, uh, clarification. Uh, we can talk more offline uh, on the topic which is a, yes, a really needed topic uh, but thank you um, I am reaching to my data center so that's why I could not talk, talk to you thank you yes. thank Hare you Prabhuji thank you Nikunjanath Prabhuji for asking this question I don't know how to formulate this question it is there in my mind also to ask <laughs> happy you asked Okay. Any other questions? Comments? One question I want to ask you. It's not related to class. Okay. If, uh, you know, and I know you are such a senior devotee. You give me a right answer. So sometimes, you know, in family what happens, there, is, there are parents, right? And they have children. They're getting older. And uh, the children are not of the same economic status, you know? as it is, as things are. So, because, you know, from our previous lives, we have uh, come with this beauty, wealth, knowledge, all these things have come. That's what we have heard. So, Prabhuji, please correct me for any of the comments I make in the middle, because I could be wrong, and because my knowledge is not complete, I don't read that often, and I don't study the scriptures, I just read them, uh, due to time restraint and family responsibilities. Uh, so sometimes what happens, you know, people will say that, you know, the parents should do equal distribution of their wealth, you know, they, whatever they have, what they want to leave behind. It doesn't matter one child uh, is, uh, you know, uh, financially not doing well or doing well, you know, they simply want to do equal. But sometimes it's not like that. And when it is not equal, then, you know, a person who might be very, very rich and person might be very, uh, very poor, the person who's very rich will get enviousness, you know, from the other person. Because everybody is so selfish and self-centered these days. It's a Kali Yuga. So it is like that. 
so in a situation like this uh, you know after we also uh, will reach a stage in life when you know our parents uh, we become older parents where we feel now we we should give you know uh, whatever we have to a children distribute them especially when there are more than one children so what is your perspective did you understand prabhu ji what i said um yes mata ji i mean yeah should no distribution or parents should give more to person who has less because both perspective are are in a way good it should be equal at the same time you know it is like you do for person who's like not doing so well so what is the what is the vedic way what does shil prapad and our acharya say about this <coughs> see it is uh, i mean it, there is uh, no uh, separate discussion as such on this particular topic specific to this topic by prabhupada or by any acharya or anything like that but in general we can understand this way if there is a guru who is teaching his uh, disciples depending upon the nature of the disciple depending upon the learning uh, nature or learning attitude of the disciples even the guru is giving the same to same vidya to everyone but his uh, kind of uh, concentration or intensity varies depending upon the condition of a disciple as such so uh, idea it's not that he is uh, leaning towards one disciple more or not leaning to other disciple more it is not like that but depending upon their condition he is uh, trying to give that particular uh, subject or vidya in that way to some he may be giving more or to some he may be giving less appears to be or to some he is concentrating more on somebody so that they can learn uh, easily nicely because for others it is uh, it's much quicker they are able to grasp so he is putting more efforts into that so that way when you go to see depending upon the condition of children and parents are uh, in a way the uh, free to either we can call it as a dispersing dispersing their wealth as such or sharing their wealth with their children it's actually totally depending on the parent but as i said as you mentioned some of them may may not be they reach some of them may not be able to do it to do well the parents can in a way to help them out yes they can able to do that not necessary that they have to distribute equally to all of them that is uh, what we call that as in today's uh, present scenario and that's what we talk about like it is more of a socialist mentality disperse everyone same thing everybody is same but then where do you find even in so called china or so called russia also where do you find that thing as such even though they talk about the socialist the communist society which is equal to everyone where do you find equal to everyone again there also depending upon the nature of the person it varies it goes up it goes down it it's it, it's never the same as such all the time it cannot be so depending upon the person's uh, level of Uh, whatever uh, is skills are it, it changes it changes time to time it changes from um, place to place as such so uh, i mean my understanding is that depending upon the nature depending upon the condition of the children parents can distribute their wealth accordingly as such not necessary that it's always equal to everyone it may hurt in in a plain sense externally it may hurt the children that they are giving more but then yes the parent as a parent they can understand who is what as a parent of your child you of your children you can understand 
who needs more support who needs less support who can do better without any support or who needs support to do better as such so may not be externally but yes uh, uh, you also try to serve them in such a way may not be <coughs> uh, monetary wise but even otherwise also putting their efforts or they may be giving them uh, uh, moral support that you tend to do with that child more as such i hope that helps mata ji yes prabhu ji thank you so much for the wonderful answer you connected it to the scriptures and also um, you know you made it like a practical answer so yeah i thought it was little bit connected to um, you know because we were discussing topics about uh, prakriti and all that so uh, that's why i asked this question otherwise it was like not really in the context but yes thank you so much uh, for explaining prabhu ji because you know like uh, because devotees you know they have to clear thinking that and they very focused and they give the right answer so it's very very um, important to depend on them you know so this is also one part of association i feel for me so thank you prabhu ji hari krishna thank you hari krishna hari krishna there is property division uh, there is no division right they go goes to the eldest son and he it's his duty to maintain mother and uh, get the unmarried uh, sisters married and also take care of the uh, brothers uh, if i am not mistaken could you please correct yes sir that's how it is as a manuspriti yes yes according to vedic yeah 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 correct, correct. so that mother is always ashita when the prabhu ji that is true what you said so it doesn't happen it doesn't happen these days because i didn't see it in my family well everybody is not krishna conscious but mostly what happens when the father goes away and there's no will nothing then you know all the children uh, they they say that we are adult and uh, that time nobody considers who's elder my husband is actually eldest in his family but i realized that you know everybody wants to be at the equal footing the uh, footing the brother sisters even if there is a 10 year gap so everybody wants an, e- an equal share you know so they don't uh, give that uh, special pedestal to the elder son at least i didn't see it in my family but yes uh, traditionally families you know they are uh, after the father it is the elder son who takes the responsibility but at the same time prabhuji also uh, in today's world like it's not necessary sometimes you know you'll find that the younger son is more responsible in the family than the elder one elder one got married and he swayed by the wife's uh, demands or whatever so you know i think it's basically based on uh, because in kaliyuga everything is so ups and down you know it's like you cannot expect the family to be the way we can say some things but every family is individual and they are run by the different modes of material nature so that's what i wanted to just add to this but you're right it should actually happen like that but in reality it does not happen as far as I, how i have seen life uh, partha prabhu hari krishna yeah because of the society is demoniac the laws are demoniac and uh, uh, so that uh, how it's appended uh, it's uh, upside down the why upside down because here the emphasis is on i uh, there is a concept of western concept of a uh, human rights right uh, it's uh, in the vedic system there is no con- okay basic rights are there but it's more of a, a human duty so it's totally upside down urdha mulam adarsha ka so as krishna says in the bhagavad gita chapter 15 beginning so uh, that, that, uh, yeah that's the problem uh, as right you said but uh, this, uh, as uh, the so justice was dispensed uh, through uh, the village uh, chief the sarpanch or uh, the so that used to be uh, these uh, these uh, younger brother or his wife is uh, i mean elder brother is no, wife is not uh, he, he, then these would be uh, dealt with at the village level um, as per the spiti shastra 
So, uh, but yeah, of course, this uh, demonic society and the Western demonic way of uh, thinking, uh, I am the proprietor, controller, and I am the rights, human rights concept, that has that appended the whole. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you very much. But my understanding is correctly. Qualification yes. Yes, yes, Prabhu. Okay, any other question? Uh, Prasad Prabhu always gives an input, but his inputs are so Krishna conscious, but in real life we see completely opposite, you know. And I wish it could be that way, but uh, it's uh, not like that. Yeah, it is like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that opposite because that Krishna, I mean, Vishnu Bhakta, Smita Deva, we are trying to be Devatas, I mean, equal to or better than Devata because we are trying to be Krishna conscious, right? Ashuram Tad Viparjaya, that is opposite, the opposite of the Krishna Bhakta that Ashura. Vishnu Bhakta is Ashura. So, of course, this uh, this uh, duality is there, and we have to live with it for the till we get out of this cycle of birth. Yes, Prabhu. Okay. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Any other questions? I think we can end here, Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much, Prabhuji, again, for a wonderful class. Okay.